0: We're going to uh, go ahead and get into the Word of the Lord tonight. And this would really not be a whole lot of anything without God's Word being a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. Amen. A foundation for our lives. Hallelujah. I uh, praise God. I thank God for truth. Let's ask God to help us. We're going to turn to Hebrews, the fifth chapter, Hebrews 5. And uh, let's ask God to help us. Will you pray for me that God would use me tonight? Hallelujah. Father, we love you. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for just all the things that you have done for us, healing us, meeting our needs, blessing us, being a friend. Lord, on and on we could testify of how good you've been to us, Lord. And God, we're asking you now to just talk to us, God, through your word. Help me, I pray, Lord, to just... Be anointed by your Spirit to deliver your heart, God. Help me and my will and my thoughts just to stay out of your way, God. And help me, Lord, to just be led by you, to be sensitive to your Spirit, God. Give us ears to hear, Lord. Give us ears to hear what your Spirit would say to the church, God. Help each and every one of us to receive it. And, Lord, that your Word would just mold us and shape us, God, into more of what we ought to be. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hebrews 5 verse 12 says, For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God and are become such as have need of milk and not strong meat for everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness for he is a babe. But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. God bless you. You can be seated. Very similar. Passage of Scripture in First Corinthians three, where Paul is talking to that church and says, "And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ. I fed you with milk, and not with meat. And hither for hitherto ye were not able to bear it; neither yet now are you able." This is uh, quite a thing to say to the church. But I really do believe that in the day that we're living in, it could be said again that there is a need for maturity in the house of God, that as exciting as it is to be born again, and we're going to talk about that for a little bit, to be brought into the family of God and to to understand that now your old life has passed away. The Bible says old things pass away. Behold, look Check this out. All things become new. He says we are new creatures, new creations, if you will, in Christ. That's exciting. Especially when you recognize and wake up to the fact, you know, I need help. I I, I need God. I don't like who I am and and what I've done with my life. I'm going to look up and ask God to help me. Amen. Amen. And it's exciting to know that you have been brought into God's will and God's kingdom. But listen, as exciting as that as that is, I don't think it's appealing to a lot of people. They'll step back and look at a church full of immature. Well, let's use the word in the Bible, babes or babies. Amen. And sometimes the church is very bad at representing you know sister daphne was talking about this astrophysicist who didn't really uh represent what the bible teaches or christians really believe but you know as christians it's our job to represent what god offers to us and if we aren't growing up and and really being what god's called us to be We are misrepresenting, and and there's a lot of, uh, thank God, you know, he's good to us when we're weak, and he's good to us when we stumble. I'm not saying that. We don't stumble sometimes. But uh, there's a growing process. And a lot of times, uh, I think as uh, people maybe in the community look at, uh, well, what is called Christians and see people who really aren't developing the character, character. and the nature of Jesus. Now, I heard somebody say one time, I think somebody uh, ascribed the quote to Gandhi and asked what he thought about Christianity. He says, "I I love the principle of it. Jesus is great. I just can't see a lot of real followers. And I think that's an honest assessment. Sometimes we see people caught up in so much pettiness and so much... Well, what Paul tells the Corinthian church, carnality, really, flesh, that old nature that should have died out. Amen. So the, the, the excitement, you know, I, I like milk to this day. I, I love a glass of milk. I, before I went to bed last night, I said, I just want a cold glass of milk, you know. Uh, you know, that's exciting. But you know what, if, if, if everybody's having a cookout and there's steak on the grill, amen, you say, here's that milk you love so much. I know you love milk. I'm like, you know. Uh, you know, growing up and being able to, to have a, 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 a good piece of steak, if you will, or, amen. Growing up, big boy food, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's, uh, that's a blessing. And, and, um, the idea of, of maturity in God is, uh, if you really get, uh, an understanding of, of being able to Not just receive the blessings, but be able to be a part of ministry. Be doing God's will. Helping people. It's one thing to get the blessings of God. He set me free. He broke the chains. He gave me new life. He took away depression and anger and temptation and filled me with joy and peace and love and and all these things. And, and, And that is, like I said, amazing, but... But to be a part of God's purpose that helps people get free and others to to, that, that you're doing doing God's will, doing God's work and being a part of that. Amen. It it is. uh, It's exciting. Praise God. You know, sometimes and and uh, we're going to be covering this here in a little bit, but sometimes uh, people I might ask them how their days go and they say, oh, I've been so busy. And the question I always follow up with is, uh, are you getting anything done? Right. Amen. Because, you know, you, some of those days you're busy and you take one step forward and maybe two steps back, is is an, it would be a better than what you're going through. Uh, but, you know, if you're busy, I mean busy, working hard, but at the end of the day, you got some things done, that's a good day. There's something satisfying. There's something fulfilling, amen, in that. That really uh, comfort and luxury can't, can't replace. And uh, praise God, too often we, we kind of put the premium on, on the, the, the easiness of, of, a, of a life and of a path rather than seeing challenges that might not only use us for a better purpose but also start working in us something to, to help us be stronger. And that happens through adversity. That happens through challenges many times. Well, John 3, we're familiar with this. We want to talk a little bit about it. If we really want to be everything God's called us to be, really uh, uh, have that, well, we'd have to really understand what it means to be born into the kingdom of God or what Jesus said, born again. I know it really bothers me, and I think it is the work of the enemy that uh, through... Uh, You know, entertainment, Hollywood, movies and television, even though the term born again, if you've seen much, uh, uh, is usually some weirdo on the street corner, you know, talking about uh, the end is near and you got, you know, uh, but I've heard a lot of people who have been around that a lot say, are you one of those born againers?" I say, hey, wait a minute. Jesus said you must be born again that isn't some weird kind of of offshoot of of Christianity there's those people that are, are talking about that's what Jesus said amen and it's got to be more listen the exciting thing about it is it's more than you trying hard to get to be a good person it's it, that's religion that's what the every Really, every religion in the world is trying to uh, tell people, "Hey, here's our laws, here's our commandments, here's our scriptures, and if you do these things, maybe you'll you'll make it to whether it's Valhalla or Nirvana or uh, whatever it might be. You're going to go to this paradise." But Jesus said, "That I've come that you might have life, and that you might have it more abundantly." Amen. Jesus said, I'm the one who lived the life and paid the price, so you, praise God, just follow me. Amen. And I will put it in you. I will give you that life, and it's an abundant life. John 3, verse 5 talks about it. We were just quoting that somewhat. Nicodemus came to Jesus by night, and here in verse 5, we'll just, for the sake of time, Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, I think uh, everything Jesus says is truth. But there's some times he just adds another verily to that just to get your attention and say, hey, get your ears perked up. This is going to be important. You might want to write this down. Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh. That's your first birth. But that which is born of spirit is spirit. Marvel, not that I said unto you, you must be born again. Jesus paid the price. Okay, there's nothing you can say, do, or earn to be good enough to be saved. But Jesus went to the cross and died paying the penalty for mankind's sin. Amen. Amen. He was buried. The Bible says three days and three nights. He rose again, ascended up into heaven, and he told the disciples that followed him. Now you go ahead and you stay in Jerusalem and you wait for the promise that I'm going to give you. The promise of the Father, the Spirit of God. God is going to pour His Spirit out, and there is going to be a New Testament church, not a temple where the presence of God is somewhere, but the presence of God is now going to come down and live and dwell in you and you. You're going to be the temple. Amen. So when they uh, were gathered together, you read that in the book of Acts. After the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus, which is the gospel. Amen. That he died. He was buried. He rose again according to the scriptures. And he pours out his spirit. That's noise. abroad. people are coming. They're saying these guys are drunk, but it's the middle of the day. What's going on? Peter stands up and tells them. Just what Jesus said here about being born of the water and of the spirit. Jesus says, uh, or Peter rather, I'm sorry. Peter starts preaching to them about Jesus. They come and say, men and brother, what shall we do? Go ahead and read it there sometime in Acts, the second chapter. He said, repent of your sins. Turn away from sin. Be sorry for sin. Be sorry for that old life. Turn to Jesus. Turn to God. Amen. Be baptized. There's the water. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. There's a spirit. This promise is unto you and to your children, to all that are of God, as many as the Lord our God shall call, all that are afar off, as many as the Lord our God shall call. So he tells them, here is how you are born into the New Testament church. A lot of, you know, you'll never... You'll never, uh, see in the book of Acts now when, when this, uh, gospel starts being preached finally after that he, that they can go tell him. You know, they couldn't tell the thief on the cross. Somebody showed me a clip of Billy Graham saying, you know what, that thief on the cross, he didn't have time to be baptized. He didn't have time to do this. He didn't have time to do that. That Jesus hadn't, hadn't died yet. The gospel message didn't start yet. They couldn't tell him, hey, Jesus died for your sins. He was still in the process. He hadn't risen from the dead. Amen. Jesus said, you wait, don't go out there preaching yet. The Holy Ghost has not yet been given. John the Baptist said, hey, I baptize you with water, but one's coming after me mightier than I am who will baptize you in the Holy Ghost and in a fire. So praise God, you go through the New Testament and and start reading after the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus. Nobody's saying, hey, hey, come and join this church and ask Jesus to come into your heart and go through this catechism or confess your sins. No, 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 no. no. Repent of your sins. Repent. Turn to God. Be baptized in his name. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. This promise is for you. Amen. So we come into the. The the household of God, we come into His family. Yeah. We're babies, right. yeah, Amen. We're just starting out. Praise God! You know, uh, we've had some experience with some babies here recently, <laughs> and uh, and you know, you uh, they they sometimes they make a mess, or you know, it's it's funny. You know, the uh, uh, one uh, Eden, Isaac's little girl. You know, he's I I guess her thing right now is she just, uh, you know, does raspberries all the time, you know, and just spits. And and you know what? You know what? uh, It's the cutest thing in the world. Look, I'm going to send a picture. I'm going to send a video. Look at this. I'm going to FaceTime you. Look what she's doing. She's spitting. It's like people have lost their minds. But that's a baby. And that's exciting. (laughs) You know, babies do baby things. And a lot of times people will look at a church and say, well, you know, they're supposed to be Christians. They might just be babies. You know, you could be – you can – it's a shame. I mean, I know we have a responsibility to, to try to represent Jesus, but sometimes, amen, we ought to have an attitude that says, oh, I'm just so glad they're in church. So glad they've been born. You know, God's going to teach them. They're not going to be doing that all the time. But just just hold on. They're growing and they're learning. People can be extremely judgy and, and not realize. Sometimes people are in church, they try to act like they're Christians, but they're, 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 they're not doing real good. And you know what? Oh, they're supposed to be here. They're calling themselves a Christian. They're supposed to be the church. They're supposed to know better. We're trying to help them. We're trying to do what we can. Amen. That doesn't represent Jesus. It doesn't really even represent what we teach sometimes. But, uh, But we're trying to help somebody. So it's exciting to be born into this. But that's just the beginning. We're going to learn. We're going to grow. We talked about that sanctification process. That's just a, a, a really a King James version uh, word of just a, a process of cleaning us. A process of helping us do better. Uh, a, a process. We we are brought into His family, where we're saved, we're we're on our way to heaven, but but we kind of come into this process of growing and learning, and and I really question if you really truly have turned to God with all your heart, if you're not enrolled in that process. You say, "Well, I I said I was sorry, and I'm a Christian, and and mind your own business. I don't need to give up." Well, you know, maybe maybe try again. <laughs> maybe this time really turn the whole way, and not just maybe part of the way. Amen. Praise God. Well, John four now. We were in John three. John four is Jesus talking to the woman at the well, and. And he talks to her and and she's a Samaritan, and there's so much richness in this portion of scripture and and she is a woman that is not Jewish and those religious people were very just uh, uh, in, in in a sense it would not be wrong to just say racist. they were so proud they had uh, very prejudice if you will because of her. Background and where she came from and who she was and and uh, in all reality, if you weren't a Jew, if you were a Gentile, uh, they considered you a dog. Right. Yeah. But uh, the Samaritans, they they considered devils. All right. All right. They told Jesus, "Now we know you're. Were we wrong when we called you a Samaritan and you have a devil? They that's what they're." their idea was that's why they it proved you know just trying their best to keep the law and do their best without god's spirit dwelling in without a savior it just produced self-righteousness and it never saved them praise god it never it never changed their hearts so she's coming and starts to bring to him she that you know the samaritans they worship god here and uh, the Jews, they worship God in the temple. And she's just trying to say, well, there's some differences here. And and uh, Jesus says in verse 22 of John 4, you worship, you know not what. Now, again, Jesus is pretty blunt. And uh, he's telling her, you know, you've. There's some things you you need to learn, even though you're worshiping. It's not enough just to be sincere in that when you've got some some learning to do. God, God has us. uh, We're worshiping him. So it's not what I want or what I think. It's God. It's for you. So what do you want? And what do you think? So he said for salvation is of the Jews but the hour cometh and now is. He's pointing her to a New Testament experience. He's pointing her to what's going to happen after his death, burial, and resurrection. When the time hour cometh and now is that true worship. When the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So... We're getting somewhere here. I got a lot that I want to say tonight and I hope, uh, you can just kind of get, get everything you can. But we start off with this born again experience and now we recognize there is a life and a, and together as we come together in worship, that we worship God in spirit. That's that that's that's from the heart. That's down within us. It's more than just lip service. It's more than just going through the motions, more than just ritual and routine and and, and that's why really. Let me just say this in all practicality. It's why we move away from just it, it doesn't matter if you know all the words to the songs. It doesn't matter if 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 you can sing in harmony. God bless you. That's awesome. But uh but we're not here to just put on a show. We're here to just love God and express that love to him and do our best to just just enter into his presence and and when you come into his presence in spirit and in truth in sincerity in honesty with the truth of just just being real amen not putting on not worrying about everybody else and what they look like and how they're acting but really the honest heart and the truth of who you are the real just being humble being real And amazing things happen. Amazing things happen. Praise God. When we come into his presence and let God be God. A lot of people are settling for so much less in a church experience they are uh putting on a good show and 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 it's already been said thank god for good musicians and and and, but you know what it's an anointing that we really need more than anything else it's it's that humble honesty of just seeking god and loving god that that is on the platform as well as in the pew amen that when we come into his presence and and in the preaching and the singing and the testimonies that you can feel not only the sincerity and the reality of people that are just being humble and being honest and and but god just god has moved in that god will will work in that and god will bring miracles and and god will will uh, uh, he'll talk to us he'll speak to our hearts he'll 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 break off some of the rough edges even sometimes that even healing can happen when god's presence is in the house amazing things will happen when we just get over ourselves and come into his presence together. We can do it at home. We can do that anywhere. We can come in his presence and be real. Don't get me wrong, but amazing things can happen when together we can just come into his presence in his spirit, in his spirit and in and with our spirit, just connecting with God. Great things happen. And, uh. It's uh, so often, like the Bible says, joy unspeakable and full of glory. There, There's uh, amazing things. Some have come to me and said, it's just, why is it? Why is it that it just seems like every service or maybe uh, everything I try to do in a service, I just, tears come into my eyes or I feel a trembling. That's the spirit of God and your spirit connecting together. That there's something, it's more than just going through the motions for you. It's more than just, that is so valuable. Yeah. We're living in a day that's just so distracted, and somebody was telling me uh, here recently, they're, I don't know if they're buying a book or some kind of teaching that they're trying to get a hold of to try to help them learn how to just connect with people more and not not just because we're living in a day where people are so disconnected, always on their phones, always looking down. Praise God. You know, I, I understand uh, uh, there's a lot of different people with a lot of different, uh, uh, you know, got to be connected with a lot of different things, you know, with your job and such and sometimes family situations. And I'm not trying to 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 point fingers at anybody. But, you know, when we are together, it's so important that we try to spend that time, you know, We're not always going to have one another. I know we're going to be over there together. I understand that. But but we have time together just for a few moments, you know, a few times a week to just be a blessing, to be an encouragement, to be blessed and be encouraged. Amen. Amen. So. It's just. Great things can happen when we get together and let the spirit of God work and yield to God. And and that's when we feel the power of God. That's when we see things happen. And 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 it is our our goal in many ways to to just get to a place where there's an atmosphere that anything can happen. That God has liberty, that we're not distracted and that he can talk to us and we're listening. He that hath an ear, it says many times in the book of Revelation, let him hear what the spirit would say to the church. So God can talk and God can move and God can heal and God can deliver and God can break chains and, and do great things when we just enter into the presence of God. But here's where. The difficulty lies, I think, with a lot of people and we want to get back to this idea of spiritual maturity just for a little while, because the idea of being mature, if I could sum up what it means to be mature, have maturity, it would if I could sum it up in one word, it would be a word that kind of is a dirty word to a lot of people nowadays. And that's responsibility. Taken responsibility. Yeah. Right. See, everything that I mentioned so far, it, it really is incomplete. Right. And, and if you know your Bibles, you know what I'm telling you is true. But we we need to do better. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to be very blunt and say there have been times where I feel like we really dropped the ball. All right. yep. And I want you to I want you to hear this, and I want you to take it to heart and say, God help me to do better. Yeah. Because we like that presence of God and, and, and to be uninterrupted. Right. We like that feeling of revival. Right. And, and we know anything can happen. And I just got done saying amazing things will happen. Yeah. But sometimes that becomes a comfort zone to us. And if you will notice in your Bibles, a lot of times when Jesus is really working and moving and doing things and, you know, distractions happen. Amen. Sometimes people show up that need help. Amen. That's where they need to be. Amen. Sometimes people, they, they're, uh, they're, they're sinners. Imagine that. How dare they? You know, we were have good church, and what happened? And they don't know what it means to just act like a Christian, talk like a Christian, and enter into all this. And and you know what? That messes with our comfort zone. How dare they? I was feeling good. I was came to church, and I had a goal to really feel God work and move, and it's just so wonderful, and it is wonderful. But, you know, sometimes... You know, there's somebody that that is bound and afflicted and and, and has great needs and, yes. amen. amen. And sometimes maybe it's not real obvious. Sometimes, sometimes there's a spiritual undertone. Yes, sometimes it might not just be somebody that that uh, uh, we've never met before. It might be somebody who's a Christian, but they're going through some things amen. and they're fighting a battle. And and you know, you say, I just don't feel that that liberty tonight. You know. You know, they said Katie can really pick the songs, but I think she might have messed up tonight. But it's not that. Right. Right. Oh, you know what, uh, Pastor? You know he 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 just you know he he missed it tonight because I didn't just feel like God was really moving. You know what? Those feelings. We're talking about maturity now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. As an adult, you know, there's a, a word that a lot of people are using now: uh, adulting. <laughs> And it's no fun. You know, you, it, it, it means, you know, it, it really basically means that it's no fun. <laughs> I got to do things that aren't any fun. You know, I'd rather do this, but I have to, I have to, you know, be the adult. I have to take responsibility. I have to do some things. And, and as a mature, responsible adult, that means I got to, I got to get to work sometimes when I'd rather not. Get some things done when I'd rather not. Amen. And uh well, praise God, and it's not when you're an adult, I, I am a firm believer. Listen, I am for fun. I, I believe Christians are happy people. We know how to have fun. You haven't had fun and haven't enjoyed your life until you put God first in your life. Amen and God and Christians, if, if they're real Christians, they're a lot of fun too. Amen. But praise God, it's not always fun and games, sometimes you really got to dig in and it's not about, it's about getting things done. You know, in the natural, there are people who have maybe, you know, we were talking about air quotes the other day, uh, you know, grown up, you know, but, uh, but rather than be responsible and you say, well, you know, uh, Hey, uh, they're, they're really, you know, really, really amazingly good at video games. And I'm not against video games for the most part. Uh, you know, really just amazing at answering, you know, movie or music trivia. Right. But not so good at, uh, you know, showing up on time for work. Right. You know, I worked in a hiring agency for a while. And wow, I could, I could tell more stories than you care to hear about just, just uh, you know, begging people just to be there on the first day. Uh, of a job that would solve every problem really that they were going through at that time that they really really needed a new start but but you know spiritually let's stick with uh with the church right amen get back to church quit meddling um you know there's times where you come to church and and uh you're just not feeling just the, the, the fun and the comfort that you're, you're used to, right. stop a minute and recognize maybe maybe you need to pray a little more. Right. There have been times where I feel like, you know, over the years, and, and I feel like we've got a group of people right now that we can we can do better, right. because I, this isn't the first time I've ever talked about this for sure. But there's been times, you know, there's, you know, you come to church it's like there's just something hanging in the air. Just it's really hard to just stay focused. Something's distracting me, or something's just, just, uh, you know, kind of coming at my mind. And it's, maybe it's something, just every little thing's annoying me, or something like that. Hey, you know what? Praise God. It, it, probably everybody feels that. Right. Maybe somebody's got a need. Maybe somebody's going through some things. Right. If you sit back and say, well, you know i am just go sit back here and, you know, <laughs> sit like a lump and scowl and wonder who it is and why they're playing that and why he picked that topic and why he wore that today and why she did this today and how she did that. And you know what? Now you're part of the problem. Right. Yeah. Right. Now you are part of the distraction. Right. Now you're making it tougher for for me to do my job. But many times, if you listen and pay attention to the Spirit of God, as well as sometimes just the preacher saying, Hey, come on now. Need somebody to dig in there a little bit. Somebody might get a prayer answered that night. Somebody might get help that night. It might just be that somebody is on the edge of of a really big problem or a battle or something, and you just... Don't worry about being so comfortable and and feeling what you want to feel, but say, hey, let me be useful. Right. See, somebody who's mature doesn't have to just be begged all the time. Can you please help? Right. Yeah. You ought to be able to say, hey, is there anything I can do? Okay. Can I come in? Hey, I, I I want to. I understand what's going on. I'm yeah. mature. I'm growing up. I get church. And sometimes, you know, this is somebody. I don't know who it is, but you know what? I'm going to pray so they get blessed. They get help. They get. We're going to break through this. Amen. We can do better yes, sir. when the spirit of God is moving. You know, you read it in the Bible, it might not be some some big spiritual thing. It might just be somebody just doesn't really understand maybe just exactly when we stand up, when we sit down, when we talk, when we don't talk. And you know what? Praise God. That's let's let's be the church. Anyhow, we can do better. At it. Oh, yeah. We can we can help them see something and that's and, and it's better than what they have rather than. Hmm. Because I wouldn't want that either. There's a lot of people that I've had in my life. Let's just be really blunt. There have been a lot of people that said, you know what? I don't think you've got much of God, Pastor Flosser. I don't really like the way you do things or believe things. And, and the way they come to me, I thought, well, I really don't want what you got. Right. Yeah. You know, you're, if you would come to me and say, hey, you know, I, I, I understand you got some problems. I might say, Yeah. <laughs> is there a way i want to help you wow that'd be so awesome rather than a cold shoulder which they think they're just doing god's work i guess and i'm thinking you know what with that kind of attitude who would want it who would want it if you really had something from god you'd be trying to help and and sitting in church and and calling yourself you're so spiritual that you can feel i can feel spirits i can't stand when people tell me that and then don't pray you could feel spirits. What do you think you were going to feel? Did you ever see uh, a, a sinner or a devil show up when Jesus was in town? Hello? Hey, you read your Bible? I, I really feel like people are like, oh, I feel like some, the enemy's doing something. We'll get to work. What are you doing? Sit around talking about it. You know, while you're talking about it, other people already knew that. Just because they're not saying yep, 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 I do, I know, we're not, they're not wasting time. They're getting to work. Yeah. Dig in and start praying. And, and and there's going to be some times where maybe maybe you're just not on board yet. And as we're ministering and, and we're we're preaching or we're exhorting during worship or something's like, hey, I need somebody to help us out here. We need, but but you know what? You can already be two steps ahead of that That's right. if you've come to church with responsibility. Yeah. Yes. Amen. You can sit at the table and say, I don't like what mom cooked. You know, or you could say, hey, maybe she's busy all day and needs some help. And and you know what? We're fighting some battles. I believe there's a lot of adversity. There's people that are really hurting in this community. There's people that need help in this community. And it's one thing to be able to have a great atmosphere. But there's another thing to be able to feel like there's something that that needs help and be able to address that. Work through that. I know you might not believe it, but there's a plenty of times I'm up here doing what I do, and it's not always real easy. All right. yeah. If you've ever felt adversity and you sat there feeling that adversity, I was working. All right. All right. And it was tougher. All right. And I need your help. But it's not about me doing anything. It's about God's Spirit working through all of us. And it is a, a, it is a corporate work. It's a body. And if we really realize it's more, is, this isn't about us so much. Amen. Praise God. It's, it's, it's about, it, you know, again, it might be one of your children that comes into church one day. and need, But you know what? It's somebody's child. Somebody is praying for somebody. And we need to be able to do better at meeting the challenges there's going to be things that that uh maybe make your idea of an ideal perfect situation church service less than perfect get over it get to work realize there's people that need prayer You might not be able to just go up. You might. God might lead you to go up and just pray with somebody or say something that will encourage them or help them or 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 make them feel like God's God's going to work through you, too. But if you're so oblivious to how God would use you sometimes, sometimes, you know, it's I've heard people say, well, you know, uh, you know, if I'm tired or if I'm going through some things, I might as well not even pray because I'm not. God knows when you're weak. God knows what you're going through. Go ahead and pray. You know, I don't know. I mean, can you imagine somebody coming to you, a friend coming to you and say, I don't know. I don't even want to talk to you because I don't. I just want you to to spend time with you. You know, it's okay if you're not at your best. Because if we're friends, you don't have anything to prove. Jesus is your friend. You got nothing to prove to him. Just be real. Just be real. And. I've heard people say, "Well, you know, we're not even going to bother if we can't just get that feeling." You know, sometimes it's not about the feeling; it's about a job well done. It's about a job well done. If we can be sensitive to God's Spirit, Christians, and realize, praise God, that we're we're reaching sinners, we're reaching the the those that need God, reaching those that are that 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 need victory. If they can't get it with Jesus, they're not going to get it we got to give everybody the best chance they can to be saved. I got up this morning. I don't know about you. And it's not just because I'm a preacher. But every one of us could have the same. I got up this morning and said, God, how can I help somebody get to heaven? How can I help somebody have victory in their lives? God, let me be a part of your process. It's all in him. I just want to be a part of it. And if all... If all you are satisfied with is just getting in when it feels good and everything's easy, I want to tell you something. There's some growing you need to do. Yep. To realize, you know, sometimes it's it, it, I've I've had some people just come to me over the years and say, "You know what? <sighs> you need a lot of help." I'm like, "Oh, I'm thinking, oh, thank God." I've been praying for help. They're going to come and say, Hey, is there anything I can do? Yeah, I'm going somewhere else. (laughs) What? You're giving up. We need help. (laughs) And I thank God for help. I thank God for people that can, that can see that it is a battle. It is a battle. And you got to recognize when you realize that, that, that shots have been fired, that you know just how to, how to respond to that. You know how to get, active in that and amen and can i tell you something about it the most glorious presence of god and 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 powerful feelings that you might get if you get in there and help somebody do better get free from something that's binding them get victory get to uh to to an altar of repentance or whatever that was oh you'll be so much you're so much happier than just a good feeling Because you'll be like that person I was telling you about. Hey, hey, I've been busy. Yeah, but did you get anything done? Oh, yeah. Jesus was working and I was a part of that and we're getting some things done. Amen. In Nehemiah, in Nehemiah, in closing, if you want to turn to it, you can in fourth chapter in Nehemiah. When God's spirit is moving, there's going to be some, sometimes some distractions, some interruptions. It doesn't mean everything's falling apart and you just give up. That means, hey, time to buckle down and work a little harder. Amen. Can you imagine going to your boss someday and say, hey, did you get anything done today? Nope. I got distracted. Okay. Here's your paycheck. Hope you don't get distracted next week. Hope we can get something done. Yeah, I'm sorry. didn't get anything done. I just felt so distracted. You want to hear well done? You got to do well. Nehemiah they had a job to do. Right. They were building a wall, rebuilding a wall. They were defending themselves from the attacks of the enemy. They had problems internally too. Some of their their own folks were 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 causing problems. But the Bible says in Nehemiah four six, I love this verse, so we built so built we the wall, and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof, for the people had a mind to work. Yeah. I love just the presence of God, the power of God, the liberty that I feel. But recognize as, as a mature Christian, sometimes you've got to recognize it's not just about all the feelings God can pour into me, how much he loves me. I already know that. Thank you for showing me over and over again. But God, if I can be useful in your, in your kingdom and in your presence to help somebody get what I already have, that takes priority if we're feeling that that uh distraction if we're feeling that that uh, interruptions if you will if we're feeling like it just doesn't feel anymore hey that there ought to be a signal there ought to be a signal hey it's time to to dig in a little bit more yes, sometimes sometimes i can feel it before i even get here you're 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 uh Maybe uh, privileged and luckier than you think. Sometimes I'm already feeling in my spirit, hey, God wants to get something across and and, and devil's already not happy. That's all right. We're going to still deliver it. We're still going to, and, and we're going to still instant in season and out of season, the Bible says. let's Let's have a mind to work. Let's have a mind, no matter what we're facing, to get in there. Help somebody be saved. Help somebody get victory. Help somebody get a miracle. Amen. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Mm, God is so good. I, I know sometimes it's it's not always easy. It's all right. It's all right. It doesn't have to always be easy. When you start recognizing, hey, there's there's a little more going on in this service. It's not just as as uh, it's not just flowing the way that that I like the spirit of God to flow. Well. I'd start by searching my own heart, but after a while, I'd just be able to say, Okay, God, help me to be a help in this. God, I want to... Maybe somebody's fighting a battle. Somebody's hurting in church. You feel that sometimes. Somebody's really going through some things. How sad it is sometimes people come to church hurting and Christians come and leave and they're excited about what they felt. They felt it last week, they'll probably feel it again next week, but listen. Maybe somebody needed encouragement and It was if you'd be sensitive to God, he'd work through you to to help somebody know how important they still are. Help somebody get back up again. And there's a lot of work to do. There's a lot of work to do. And there's a lot of battles to fight. But God's given us this salvation, not just to experience the good things, but that we can understand the feeling of of accomplishment in God and that we helped, that we strengthened, that we blessed somebody. I want to come to church and be a blessing. Hallelujah. Let's find a place to pray. Let's just talk to God. Maybe somebody here right now. As we are preaching and teaching about being born again, maybe that's just where you are right now. You are just starting out, and you need God's strength and direction in that. He's here. He'll help you. Oh, yes. He's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. things in you. That's what I'll be. But He wants to do some things through you. I will be what you've called me to be. I'll tell you something, people, well, they're people. They're going to make mistakes. You're not always going to like everything they do and they do it, but listen, you be a help. You try to be a blessing as much as possible. You look for ways to be a strength and a help. And I'm telling you, you'll see that God's been working in that all along. It's not about always the feelings, God. Help us to take responsibility and help somebody. Yes. when you feel in that distraction when you feel in that pull away from in your thoughts and in your mind the Bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood the Spirit of God will raise up a standard you know what that means? that means the devil fights and the devil moves and But God raises up a flag, a rallying point, a standard. Is God's spirit saying, come on, let's fight. Come on, let's work. Come on, let's press on. We get so caught up in the idea of the enemy coming in like a flood, but God's going to raise up. Christians to to act and to work and to press in to the victory. I wonder if everybody here right now you could be honest with God and just tell him, Lord, I want to I want to do better. I want to, Lord, when it's when it's not easy to feel what I want to feel, what I'm used to feeling, when there is some kind of opposition, when there is some kind of distraction. Lord, help me to overcome that and just do Your will to be led by You, God. Let me follow that rallying cry. Let me follow, Lord, the the direction of Your Spirit so I can be a help that somebody will get victory. There's people that need miracles. There's people that really need victory in their lives. And if we're so focused on getting that good feeling we miss that God is trying to direct us out of our comfort zone to minister to help somebody else get the victory oh we can't afford it hallelujah God you've placed us in this church you've placed us in your family Lord to be Your hands and your feet. To be doers of your will, not hearers only. Help us, God. To grow up and take responsibility for those around us that need help. Those around us that are hurting. Not to be judgmental. Not to point a finger, but to lend a hand. Not to condemn, but to be a help and encouragement and a blessing hallelujah let's all stand I want to do better I hope you do too help us Lord not to be so concerned about our feelings but Lord help us to get a job done when there's people that are hurting people that are lost people that need help God help us to be laborers to have a mind to work you said pray for laborers, God. Lord, let us all be laborers for your will. Thank you so much, God. Thank you again, Lord, for those that helped us. Thank you for those that took the time when it was difficult, when we were the distraction, when we were the ones, Lord, that needed help. God, thank you for those that helped us. Now, God, I pray that you just go with us. Keep us safe as we travel to our homes. Or, and, Lord, just keep us in your care. Lord, shine your light through us the next coming days, God, that you would be seen in us and help us to truly be doers of your word. We love you so much, Lord. We thank you for just this time that we can be together in your spirit. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. God bless you, church. God bless you.